Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Recorded live. You were loud when I was dying. You were strength when I was crying. You were right and I was so
This conference is being recorded. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord God. We just bless your holy name. We magnify you. We worship you, Lord, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Father, we come unto this broadcast today, committing it unto your holy hands. So that, oh God, whatever, oh God, you need to take place would manifest in the lives of your dear beloved on this holy day that you have made so that you may have full control, full reign in this place as we humble ourselves under your mighty hand. So that, O oh Lord God, that you may minister unto each and every last one of us, wherever we may be around the world throughout the nation. And so, God, you come into our hearts and our minds, the very essence of our souls, and meet us, O oh God, in our businesses, homes, worship centers, fields, bars, wherever we may be around the world throughout the nation. And we thank you, O oh God, as we're gathering in your name that you are in the midst of your dear beloved children. And that, O oh God, that it's not one thing that we would ask for in the name of Jesus that shall not come to pass. We thank you, Lord, in the name of Jesus. God, our tongues, our minds in this place. Let it, oh God, be an uninterrupted time in your presence. In the mighty name of Jesus. God, we bless you in this place. Have your way among your dear blood. In Jesus' name. Mighty people of the Most High God, I want to welcome each and every last one of you to the Kingdom International Intercession and Word of Empowerment line. My name is Pastor Deron Shazorn with Divine Order Restoration Ministries, where we are restoring the order of God, one life, one body, one nation at a time. It is such an honor and a privilege to be before God below. And we speak the blessing and the favor of the Lord over you, your family, your ministries, your businesses, everything that the Lord put your hand to do in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, for declaring and decreeing that you shall not want, because he is your shepherd. In Jesus' name, we're going to go into our songs of worship. Thank you. 
Hallelujah. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord God. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord God. Glory be unto you, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord God. You are amazing. You are wonderful, oh God. Oh, how you love us. We're thanking you, oh God. We're magnifying you. We're glorifying your holy and righteous name. Thank you, Lord God, for endowing your love upon us. Hallelujah. Giving us rest assurance, oh God. My God. That you care for us unconditionally in spite of our economical background, in spite of our social status, in spite of our family lineage. You love us, God, and we're thanking you, oh God, that we serve a God that loves unconditionally. What I did on yesterday doesn't dictate your love for me, oh, thank you, God. What we did a few years back, that does not dictate your powerful love for our lives, how much you care for us, how much you adore us, oh God, and we thank you. Glory be unto you, almighty God. So that's why we humbly come before the throne of grace this morning, oh God, giving you thanks, praising your holy and righteous name. With thanksgiving on our hearts and praise upon our lips, oh God, because we serve a God that loves us for who it is that we are. We serve a God that cares so much about us that he predestined our lives. We serve a God that is so strategic, that is so strategic. That he has already put together and 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 put in place our deliverance, our healing. Our appointed time to even enter into the land of the living. You already planned for our needs to be fulfilled in God's way. Thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. Oh, God, how loving. Oh, sovereign king. We will never find a greater love. So we bless your holy and righteous name, oh, God. For you alone are worthy, O oh God. And out of your love, O oh God, you endow grace and mercy before us. It is your love, O oh God, that protects us. It is your love, O oh God, that restores us. It is the love that you have for us, O oh God, that we are forgiven. 
There's no greater love. And, oh, God, we thank you for the love. And as we boldly stand in the gap for your children across the nation, those who have already came and decided to be chosen and those that are who to come, we stand, oh, God, asking in the name of Jesus, That on today, oh God, that unconditional love that you have endowed upon us, that you've chosen, oh God, to give unto us through all eternity. There's those, oh God, who need to be reassured, oh God, that on today that they will feel in a close connection. There's those, oh God, who are feeling the love right now, oh God. Fulfill your presence, press upon them, oh God, in the overflowing of your heart of an unconditional love. Resonate in the atmosphere, filling the void, oh God, out of our lives in the name of Jesus. Glory be unto you, God. Glory be unto you, God. So that your people, oh God, can move from states of loneliness, can move from states of depression and oppression, can move, oh God, from state of suicidal thoughts, so that they will be relieved, oh God, and released. As all the demonic spirits are re- are released, are loosed from them, oh God, in Jesus' name, because your love is truth. And because your love is truth, oh God, and that as it is felt, and no, your children are liberated, freed from bondage. Bringing them, oh God, to a state of wholeness, bringing their hearts back together, oh God, giving them an undivided heart, in Jesus' name, renewing their spirit. Glory be unto you. Glory be unto you. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. It is your love that strengthens your dear people. And we're thanking you, O God, for the strength 
so that we can move forth, oh God, in the great calling that you call forth in our lives. For you love us. And thank you, oh God, that, that, that your heart is jealous for us and that you won't allow the world to capture us in this wicked scheme. And God, we thank you. We praise you, oh God, we bless your righteous name. Because you love us. You love us, you love us, you love us. Oh, how you love us. Oh, my God. <laughs> Thank you for your love, oh, God. In the name of Jesus. We praise your righteous name. For you have been faithful. You have been a faithful God. So thank you, God. Show us, oh God, how to love like you. How to be one, oh God, like you. Yes, Lord, thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Loving us all. There is truly no greater love. Let your love rain down over our like never before in this place. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Glory be unto you. Oh, how you love us, Lord. You love us so. Giving us grace and mercy. Restoring peace in our lives. In the name of Jesus, thank you, God. Giving us the strength that we need to run on and complete the race, oh God, that you called out for our lives, that which is perfect, lacking absolutely nothing. Oh God, how we thank you. How we thank you, oh God. Hallelujah, how we bless your holy and righteous name. Thank you, Lord. 
Thank you, God. Mm. You are wonderful. You are amazing. It is only a pure love that would give his life. Only that which is pure that will give the life of his only son. Just for us. And Father, we thank you for that love that's unconditional. A love, Lord God, that can't be compared to anything in this world because it is true. And we thank you, God, that nothing can beat the love that you have for our lives. So therefore, oh God, we don't have to search any longer. For love. Because the great love is found in you. Let us be responsive to your unconditional love, O oh God. Let your love not be rejected, Lord God, in the same in the name of Jesus. So Father, as we come in the understanding and the revelation of your unadulterated love for our lives. It didn't empower us, oh God, to first and foremost love ourselves. And then, oh God, to have the ability to love another. Mothers, oh God, across the nation, Hallelujah, need an understanding, oh God, of your unconditional love. What it means to truly love a child unconditionally. So that not only mothers, oh God, but even fathers, Loving their children unconditionally by taking responsibility in their lives. We thank you, God, for being that example for us. For there are many, oh God, that need to cultivate and capture that unconditional love. So that it can be an outpouring, oh God, of a reflection of you. In the lives, oh God, of our own children. So that parents, oh God, will stop abandoning their children, oh God, those whom you privileged us and honored us to raise. As our own. 
those who are very dear unto you. Lord, open up our blind eyes. Help us see, oh God. A love that is pure. And respond, oh God, of walking in that pure love. Not bound by situations and circumstances. Not bound by the action of another. Because even though we sin against you, your love for us never change. So let that same mind, that same heart abide in us across the nation, O God, in the name of Jesus. Help us, O God, to no longer walk in this conceived notion of love. But walk holy and boldly. In the unconditional love. That you have bestowed upon us, O oh God, in Jesus' name. Love, O oh God, is patience. The word says that it's kindness, O oh God. It said that it doesn't envy and it doesn't boast. It doesn't see any wrong. Help us understand the ins and outs of love. Help us, oh God. So not only that we can love ourselves, but we can love our very own. We can love our neighbors. Because, Father, we just want to be like you. Walking your reflection and walk in your likeness. As we've seen, oh God, that our ways are insufficient. Help us, oh Lord God, tear down the walls of hostility, tear down, oh God, the anger, the bitterness, the frustration, the irritation. The hurt, the pain. Even as you knock at the door, oh God, wanting to enter in. So that you can even show us what love truly is. Help us to be receptive to your love. No longer rejecting it, oh God. Because we need that which is truth so that we can be set free in Jesus' name. No more shackles, no more chains in our lives. Help us, oh God, that have a, a love that responds in obedience. 
obedience unto you, O God. In the mighty name of Jesus. Oh, Lord, we ask, as you ring down love in the atmosphere, across the land of the living, that every heart and mind is open, that there will be a transformation among the living. that will set the world on fire as it displays your glory, as it illuminates your glory. But all of that transformation, O God, of receiving love and projecting love, that the earth realm, O God, will begin to illuminate with such a glow. So that joy and peace and hope will once again reign in the lives of the saints of your dear people, O oh God, in Jesus' name, so that restoration can be brought forth. Stand against the enemy's scheme, the enemy's plots, oh God. And we cancel every contract that he has placed out among your people. In Jesus' name, we're sending all his workers back unto him. With the seal stamped upon them that reads, they're covered by the blood of the precious Lamb, whom is Jesus the Christ. And we thank you, God, for covering us, for renewing us, for restoring us, for rebuilding us, for replenishing us in this hour. For such a time as this. Hallelujah. We need you, God. In these transitioning hours, we need to understand what love is because it's love that's going to get us through. It is love that's going to break us through. Yes, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. God, we thank you for listening here on this morning and our hearts of concern. We thank you, O oh God, for that which is to come and that which you've already done and that in which we stand in right now, the blessing of a most holy Savior. We thank you, God. We thank you, O oh Lord, that we can consider all things done as we're filling this prayer with the blood of the Lamb, who is none other than your phenomenal Son, 
our dynamic and holy Savior, our outstanding brother, loving and caring friend, who is none other than Jesus the Christ, and it is in his holy and righteous name that we pray, dear Lord. Amen, amen, and amen to you with all the glory, O oh God. Oh, yes, to you with all the praise in the name of Jesus. Oh, we give you honor, we give you honor, we give you honor in this place. In this place. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen and amen. Mighty people of the most mighty people of the most high God. As we transition over to the word of empowerment, let every heart and mind stay with the spirit of expectation. So that we can deliver unto you once a day that in what you need individually and corporately. Amen. That in which we need. We're thanking God in advance for the Holy Spirit overshadowing us, having its way, teaching and training us in all truth so that the word of God can become live and active in our day-to-day living. Amen. In our day-to-day living, glory be unto our holy God. Thank you, Jesus. We're thanking God for releasing in our ear gates on today. Numbers chapter 29 and 30. That which is true, that which is holy, that which um, revives our soul, that which refreshes one's soul, that which empowers, educates, equips. Amen. One for the journey. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. One, that which causes us, amen, to walk more and more in the image and in the likeness of our Holy Father in the name of Jesus. Let every ear hear the spirit of the true living God. As Numbers 29 and 30 is released in our ear gate. Amen. Chapter 29. On the first day of the seventh month, hold a sacred assembly and do no regular work. It is a day for you to sound the trumpets. As an aroma pleasing to the Lord, prepare a burnt offering of one young bull, one ram, and seven male lambs a year old, all without defect. With the bull, prepare a grain offering of three-tenths of an ephah of fine flour mixed with oil. With the ram, two-tenths. And with each of the seven lambs, one-tenth. Include one male goat as a sin offering to make atonement for you. These are in addition to the monthly and daily burnt offerings with their grain offerings and drink offerings as specified. They are offerings made to the Lord by fire, a pleasing aroma. On the tenth day of this seventh month, hold a sacred assembly. You must deny yourselves and do no work. Present as an aroma pleasing to the Lord a burnt offering of one young bull, one ram, and seven male lambs a year old all without defect. With the bull, prepare a grain offering of three-tenths of an ephah of fine flour mixed with oil. With the ram, two-tenths. And with each of the seven lambs, one-tenth. Include one male goat as a sin offering, in addition to the sin offering for atonement, and the regular burnt offering with its grain offering and their drink offerings. On the fifteenth day of the seventh month, hold a sacred assembly and do no regular work. 
celebrate a festival to the Lord for seven days. Present an offering made by fire as an aroma pleasing to the Lord, a burnt offering of 13 young bulls, two rams, and 14 male lambs, a year old, all without defect. With each of the 13 bulls, prepare a grain offering of three-tenths of an ephah of fine flour mixed with oil. With each of the two rams, two-tenths. And with each of the 14 lambs, one-tenth. Include one male goat as a sin offering in addition to the regular burnt offering with its grain offering and drink offering. On the second day, prepare 12 young bulls, two rams, and 14 male lambs a year old all without defect. With the bulls, rams, and lambs, prepare their grain offerings and drink offerings according to the number specified. Include one male goat as a sin offering in addition to the regular burnt offering with its grain offering and their drink offerings. On the third day, prepare 11 bulls, two rams, and 14 male lambs, a year old, all without defect. With the bulls, rams, and lambs, prepare their grain offerings and drink offerings according to the numbers specified. Include one male goat as a sin offering in addition to the regular burnt offering with its grain offering and drink offering. On the fourth day, prepare 10 bulls, two rams, and 14 male lambs, a year old, all without defect. With the bulls, rams, and lambs, Prepare their grain offerings and drink offerings according to the number specified. Include one male goat as a sin offering, in addition to the regular burnt offering with its grain offering and drink offering. On the fifth day, prepare nine bulls, two rams, and fourteen male lambs, a year old, all without defect. With the bulls, rams, and lambs, prepare their grain offerings and drink offerings according to the number specified. Include one male goat as a sin offering in addition to the regular burnt offering with its grain offering and drink offering. On the sixth day, prepare eight bulls, two rams, and fourteen male lambs, a year old, all without defect. With the bulls, rams, and lambs, prepare their grain offerings and drink offerings according to the numbers specified. Include one male goat as a sin offering in addition to the regular burnt offering with its grain offering and drink offering. On the seventh day, Prepare seven bulls, two rams, and fourteen male lambs, a year old, all without defect. With the bulls, rams, and lambs, prepare their grain offerings and drink offerings according to the numbers specified. Include one male goat as a sin offering, in addition to the regular burnt offering with its grain offering and drink offering. On the eighth day, hold an assembly and do no regular work. Present an offering made by fire as an aroma pleasing to the Lord, a burnt offering of one bull, one ram, and seven male lambs a year old, all without defect. With the bull, the ram, and the lambs, prepare their grain offerings and drink offerings according to the numbers specified. Include one male goat as a sin offering, in addition to the regular burnt offering with its grain offering and drink offering. In addition to what you vow and your free will offerings, prepare these for the Lord at your appointed feast your burnt offerings, grain offerings, drink offerings, and fellowship offerings. Moses told the Israelites all that the Lord commanded him. Chapter 30 Moses said to the heads of the tribes of Israel, This is what the Lord commands. When a man makes a vow to the Lord, or takes an oath to obligate himself by a pledge, he must not break his word, but must do everything he said. When a young woman still living in her father's house makes a vow to the Lord or obligates herself by a pledge and her father hears about her vow or pledge, 
but says nothing to her, then all her vows and every pledge by which she obligated herself will stand. But if her father forbids her when he hears about it, none of her vows or the pledges by which she obligated herself will stand. The Lord will release her because her father has forbidden her. If she marries after she makes a vow, or after her lips utter a rash promise by which she obligates herself, and her husband hears about it, but says nothing to her, then her vows or the pledges by which she obligated herself will stand. But if her husband forbids her when he hears about it, he nullifies the vow that obligates her, or the rash promise by which she obligates herself, and the Lord will release her. Any vow or obligation taken by a widow or divorced woman will be binding on her. If a woman living with her husband makes a vow or obligates herself by a pledge under oath and her husband hears about it but says nothing to her and does not forbid her, then all her vows or the pledges by which she obligated herself will stand. But if her husband nullifies them when he hears about them, then none of the vows or pledges that came from her lips will stand. Her husband has nullified them, and the Lord will release her. Her husband may confirm or nullify any vow she makes or any sworn pledge to deny herself. But if her husband says nothing to her about it from day to day, then he confirms all her vows or the pledges binding on her. He confirms them by saying nothing to her when he hears about them. If, however, he nullifies them sometime after he hears about them, then he is responsible for her guilt. These are the regulations the Lord gave Moses concerning relationships between a man and his wife and between a father and his young daughter still living in his house. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. We just thank the Lord for the word of truth as it is written in Numbers chapter 29 and 30 on today. Amen. In the name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. We just bless the name of the true living God. And we just thank God in advance that even as his word was released, it was deposited on the fertileness of our hearts. And that it shall prosper in the way in which he has sent it in our lives. Amen. Individually and corporately. In the mighty name of Jesus. Oh, how we bless the name of the truly be God. Is this place, amen, in the name of Jesus. Let's just take a moment. I'm going to get us started, amen. And I'm just going to share uh, something that's, that was uh, one of the things that was positive on my heart this morning. You know, as it deals with making vows, amen, the word of the Lord says, when a man makes a vow to the Lord or takes an oath to obligate himself by a pledge, he must not break his word, but must do everything he said. Everything he says. Glory to God. The importance of a vow, of making a vow or a pledge, um, can be seen here in, in, in two very distinctive and important ways. 
we can see the importance or you know the the importance of of making a vow or we can see the importance of of God how important God see or feels about making a vow we see that um that God is very concerned about the vows that we make and he also governs them It said, this is what the Lord commands. This is what the Lord commands. So God is very concerned about that in which we say he expects for us to do. Amen. Anything that concerns God is critically important to us. It should be critically important to us. It should be something that we take very, very seriously seriously, because if it's important for God, it has to be important for our destiny. It has to be important for our destiny. It has to be important um, for us to be able to fulfill our lives, to fulfill our calling, to fulfill our purposes. Amen. And because and because God is God sees a vow as being very, very important. It, it, it's important that we, that we, when we make vows, that we keep them. We keep those obligations that we have made. That we have made. And it even obviously said, we must not break, we must not break the vow or the pledge that we made unto the Lord. But we must do everything that is said. And I can just imagine that, you know, if we break the vow that we said, that God will bring forth consequences. Those who keep their vow, you'll be blessed. And those who, you know, who um, who break their vow, there will be some consequences. There will be some consequences for breaking the vow. You know, and God is a, you know, and God is, you know what I'm saying, a God, you know, he don't ask us to do anything that he will not do. Amen. He make a vow, he keep it. And because we're made in his image and we're made in his likeness, you know, and he's given us his spirit, we have the capabilities of, of keeping a vow, keeping the vows that we make. That's why we should be so very, very careful of of the vows that we make. You need to think about it. Very, very careful um, before making a vow unto the Lord. We're making vows um, that involve and concern the Lord. They're, they're offered up to God. It's saying, you know, God, this is what I vow to do. I vow to serve you. I, I vow to please you. You know, I, you know, I, I, I vow to love you, Lord God. And so, and, and so, God said, okay, if, if this is what you vow to do, then I want you to. Follow through with your commitment. I, I I promise to serve you, Lord. You know we we just we we make these vows, and especially when we get into 
tough spots and you know, we go before God and we just say, Well God, if you do this, I ain't gonna do this no more. I'm I'm not gonna do this anymore. You're making vows to God. We just like God govern his words, we have to govern our words. We have to govern our words. And that's why I believe that, you know, God said, Wait, you know, let let's take care of this. Let let us take it. Let me let my people see how seriously I take a vow or a pledge or oath that that they give. I need them to see that this is this is important to my heart. God wants us to understand the, the, how critical it is to make a vow or a, a pledge and be and um and follow through. God want us to 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 um to follow through on our words so that we won't be condemned. So God won't He want us to be blessed, and He want us to be blessed. So He say, "Wait a minute, I, I don't want you following no curses. I don't I don't want you to be dealing with no consequences. Um, so let me help you out. I I, I take vow very seriously. So before you begin to make vows to me, you, you you think about it, and you make a decision that this is what I'm going to do. And I tell people all the time, you know, God be talking to me, He be saying stuff, and and just because He's saying it to me and I'm not responding, it still don't mean that I'm not. I'm not responsible for my calling and what he's called me to do. It's just at that time, I'm not I'm not vowing, and that's what I'm doing right then. And there. if God be speaking to me, and I, you know, there's sometimes I'm just silent. Lord, I hear, and I, I hear him. I hear him. I hear him. I hear him. Lord, I had to get my heart, I had to get myself right in and say, okay, this, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to do it. And he knows that if I say I'm going to do it, and people know if I say I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. If I say I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. And um, and, 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 and I just, and let me just say this too, because some people get things confused. And so just like God, God does stuff in his perfect timing, in his perfect timing. In his perfect timing. You know, sometimes we want things done in our time. We got to wait on God's time. And people know me, y'all, you got to understand I operate in God's time. If I vow to do it, that means he's put it on my heart to do it. But it'll be done in his timing. It won't be done in yours because there's still the still order and ordinance of things that have to take place. That has to take place. So, and, and and God don't. Other thing, God doesn't interrupt things because when we interrupt things and we interrupt specific processes, then we mess up order. And um and and that's what I love about that's that's what I love about God. And um and so I just want people to just put a pin on that. God does things in His perfect time. But again, I say you know I don't speak and and but when it comes the time. Because, again, I'm still responsible for everything he calls me to do. Um, 
you know, God, God works for me the way he works for me because, you know, some things I just have to be prepared for, have to get prepared for. I just don't jump into stuff, you know, I'm, I'm just because how I, how he designed me. Well, what is to, when I make my vow to the Lord, it's, it's sealed. It it is sealed. I'm I'm gonna get I'm going to get it done. It may be blood, sweat, tears, but I'm gonna get it done. I'm gonna do it because I vowed that thing. I, I vowed that thing, and I don't want to disappoint God. I don't want to disappoint God. Vows, we vow and pledge a thing. It 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 is, it is not meant to be broken. He said he must not break his word, but must do everything. We got to be very conscious about the promises that we make to God. You know, God did. God don't. Force us into making a thing. We come and we we speak out of our own mouth. You know what I'm saying? And I'm assuming out of that which was in our heart. And that's why you know some of us we got to stop you know doing things. Cause sometimes we come and we make vows with us, and we have motives behind those things. But even with your your um your motives, your even with your motives, you still your hidden agendas. You you still required to to fulfill your vow. To fulfill your vow because you made it. So once our promises and vows are made unto the Lord, we should keep them. It's very critical. Ecclesiastic 5, if I say it's better for us not to make a vow than to break a vow. Then we must not deceive ourselves. We must not deceive ourselves. We must keep our vows or pledges. Once they made unto the Lord, failing to keep our word makes us a liar. Make us a liar. Along with some other stuff. Broken promises profane and defiles the holy name of God. And God don't, that's something that God just do not tolerate. Once a vow or pledge has been made, it must be kept. It must be kept. You know, even as it is it's said in the word, when a man makes a vow to the Lord or take an oath to obligate himself by the pledge, he must not break his word, but must do everything in it. It, it don't give no wiggle room. It don't give no wiggle room to back out, none of that. It said your vow is your vow, your word is your word, your word is your bun. If your word ain't no good, I'm sorry, you ain't no good. Deuteronomy. It says, if you make a vow to the Lord your God, do not be slow to pay it. For the Lord your God will certainly demand it or you and, I mean, demand it of you, and you will be guilty of sin. 
uh, my, my, my. But if you refrain from making a vow, you will not be guilty. Whatever your lips utter, you must be sure to do, because you made your vow freely to the Lord, to the Lord your God, with your own mouth. Don't be condemned by your words. He said, "You you freely made a vow. Nobody forced you to. When you make a vow unto the Lord, you done you did it freely, and because you've so done it freely, you need to follow through." He said, whatever your lips utter, you must be sure to do, because you made your vow freely to the Lord from your own mouth. From your own mouth. Proverbs twenty twenty five says this, it is a trap for a man to dedicate something rashly and only later to consider his vow. You better think about that thing before you make it, before it come out of your mouth. You better process it from the beginning and the end. You better start using you we you need to start using your decision making process. And weigh that thing out. And weigh that thing out in the name of Jesus. Ecclesiastic, when you make a vow to God, do not delay in filling it. He has no pleasure in fools. Fulfill your vow. It is better not to vow than to make a vow and not fill it. Do not let your mouth lead you into sin. And do not protest to the temple messenger. My vow was a mistake. Why should God be angry at what you say and destroy the work of your hands? My God. My God. Don't don't let your mouth say, don't let your mouth lead you into temptation. Don't let your mouth lead you into sin. By making a vow and not completing it, 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 it he said it, it's sinful, it's sinful. It's going to lead you into sin. And he even said, hey, don't even try to protest. Oh, I made a mistake. No, if you vowed it, then you need to do it. You need to complete it. It ain't no such thing. Oh, I made a mistake. No, no. It's, a, it's, it's no error. It's no error, people of God. We, when we vow, we, we, when we vow to do a thing for the Lord, you put your heart in it. Follow through with it. So that... It says, so that God would not be angry at what you said and destroy the works of your hand. Oh, my God. They will destroy the works of your hand for not, and be angry at your words for not following through on your vow. So look, look at the seriousness of how God takes making a vow. Making a vow. Making a vow unto the Lord. I mean, even and, and even now, what's coming into my mind, even when we stand before God and, and, and we get married, we're making a vow before God. Oh my Lord! Then we want to divorce. I made a mistake. Mm-mm-mm. God said, "Your word said." Jesus. 
Help us, Lord, in this place. In the name of Jesus. With that being said, people of God, I'm just going to open up the lines right here. All callers are muted and they can unmute themselves. For God's people, amen, the line is open unto you. Thank you, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Due to the silence, we're going to say that our hearts and minds are clear. Amen. Thank you, Lord. To God be the glory. Thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We give you the praise. Oh, God, we give you the honor in this place. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. I'm going to go ahead with our... um. Announcements for today. Our announcement for today, amen, get ready, get prepared for the 42 days. The 42 days of fasting and praying. The 42 days of growing in the grace, growing in the glory of the Lord. I'm going to start off with our fast fact today. We're going to come from the book of Jeremiah. Is fasting a means to get what you want from God? No, I think I've... No, 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 we've done that one. Glory to God. We're going to come from the book of Esther, chapter 4, verses 16. Esther, chapter 4, verses 16. Why do you think Esther called a fast? What did she understand about the power of God? Why do you think Esther called a fast? And what did she understand about the power of God? Amen. Keep those particular questions in mind and let them be answered as you go through your fast. Amen. I'm sorry, as you study about fasting and praying. Glory to God, thank you, Jesus, so that it can prepare one heart and one's mind for for fasting and praying. Amen. Um, to God be the glory. Thank you. Jesus. Um, even as our 42 days are approaching, amen, quickly approaching us um, at the beginning of the year, we're still looking for speakers and intercessors, amen. We're still looking for those who would um, be greeters on the line, those that would read the speaker bios. We're still looking for those um, of servanthood who will also serve and, um, and do the announcements, amen. Um, glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Um, and we just bless the name of the true living God. Amen. For all those that he has called into servanthood, all those who would, would come and be a part of what it is that God is doing 
in this season and in this hour. For those, amen, who would who would serve as we go through, as we are diligent move forth in our 42 days. Amen. To God be the glory. Thank you, Jesus. We bless God in this place. We bless God in this place. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. With that being said, um, people of God, um, the conference line number, I'll just move the page. The conference line number will be changing. Amen. I'm sure you have the announcements when you call on the line. Um, the, it's just the dialing number. The dialing number is changing. Everything else will be the same. The new dialing number will be 641-715-3865. And that will begin on on December the 15th in the next two days. Amen. That will be the new conference line number. And so just um, reprogram your phones accordingly. Amen. All to the glory of God. Um, thank you, Jesus, as we uh, make our new adjustments. We make our new adjustments. Glory to God. We praise God. We praise God in the name of Jesus. Um, before, I want to um, offer this very, very important thing to, to God's dear beloved. Amen. Because we don't know the hour, we don't know the day of when God will call us home. Or when our Savior is coming back. But to make sure that you get into heaven, amen, um, that, that, that you would uh, be with God through all eternity, we have to be saved. We have to be called his very own, amen. And we can only do that through, through our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and by that in which he had done on the cross for us. In Romans 10 and 9, it says, If we confess the Lord our God and believe in our heart that God raised Jesus from the dead, we will be saved. And it, and it says some things. We, we, have to, we have to confess some things. And we have to, we have to confess. We have to confess. Speak it. To believe in our heart. And we will be saved. So for anybody out there that's listening to this broadcast who have not, is not saved, and you have the desire in your heart, Lord, I want a relationship with you. Lord, I want to enter into the kingdom. Did Jesus have done the redemption work to redeem us from the empty life that we inherited from our ancestors? We just have to confess and believe. And the word declares that we'll be saved. So if you desire to have a closer relationship with God and want to be saved, set free, filled with the Holy Ghost, I'm going to offer this prayer. You repeat after me. Amen. Dear God in heaven, I come to you in the name of Jesus. I acknowledge to you that I am a sinner. And I need, oh Lord, your forgiveness. I ask for your forgiveness. I believe that your only begotten son, Jesus Christ, shed his precious blood on the cross at Calvary and died for my sins. And I'm now willing to turn from my sins. 
Right now, I confess Jesus as my Lord and Savior of my soul. With my heart, I believe that God raised Jesus from the dead. This very moment, I accept Jesus Christ as my own personal Savior. And according to his word, according, according, according to your word, O Lord God, I thank you for salvation. Thank you, Jesus, for the unlimited grace that you saved me from sin. I thank you, Lord, for forgiving me uh, of my sin and making the ultimate sacrifice. Jesus, I thank you for giving me eternal life. And, Lord, I thank you for sealing me with the Holy Spirit. That's a sign. Of my salvation in the name of Jesus. Lord, I thank you. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, and amen. If you prayed that prayer with me, we want to just thank you. We're going to welcome you into the, to the body of Christ. And we are rejoicing with you and with all the angels of host because you are saved. Because you were saving, we're thanking God. Thank you, Lord, in the name of Jesus. And we're thanking God that he will lead you to a place in your Pacific region, in your area, that will teach you and train you in his truth so that he can become live, active, and vibrant in your life. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. So that you can be propelled into your purpose, walk into your destiny. So that which God had written about your life can be fulfilled in the name of Jesus. God, we bless you in this place. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Mighty people of the Most High God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We just bless God in this place. Because He alone is faithful. He is faithful. In the name of Jesus. Our kingdom walk for today is going to come from Psalms 138 and 3. And it says this, in the day when I cried out, you answered me and made me bold with strength in my soul. 
Your kingdom walk on today is cry out unto the Lord so that he may strengthen you. Amen. He may strengthen you and empower you so that you may stand boldly and speak boldly the things of the Lord that in which he is called forth in your life so that you can walk out boldly into your calling and into your destiny and fulfill the very plans that God has called out for your life in the mighty name of Jesus. Walking in the power and in authority and the anointing. That he's given and released unto you. Call out to the Lord and surely he would answer. And give you exactly what you need. So that you can complete the journey. In the name of Jesus. With that being said, people of God. Go in the love, the joy, the peace, the favor, and the anointing of our most holy Savior who is none other than Jesus the Christ. And it is in his most holy and majestic name that we've convened in intercession and we have been empowered. Amen, amen, and amen. To God be the absolute glory. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Goodbye.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.